This is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P O D D Y. What up, people? It's the Trim Healthy Podcast with Sizzle Pizzle, and I'm Dizzle. <laughs> Coming into your ears, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm Sizzle. I have the best name out of all of ya. you. Do. Pizzle's got the worst. Pizzle is definitely. The- I think Dizzle. It reminds me of like somebody like peeing off their front deck. Just taking a dizzle. Yeah, Excuse me while I take a dizzle. <laughs> it's only when you like pee in the wrong place. And pizzle is a- like the whole meal flopped. Like yeah. the eggs didn't fry. Yeah, properly. what a pizzle. Yeah, it just pizzle. It's like it pizzled out. Yeah, yeah. I think we're thinking of fizzle, but pizzle is the new fizzle. How's your day to day, listeners? The new fizzle. Hey, but what about jizzle for John? And, okay. And, 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 okay. And, um, <laughs> sizzle, pizzle, dizzle, Serena jizzle, and lizzle. To too much. Comment, comment to the soup, hey. oh, yeah, She has to keep me. going like, like the joke was comment. funny until yeah. she kept on. Yeah. I feel sorry for John and, and Popsy. Yeah, well, left out. That was all right. right for you, little Mrs. What about all our, all our listeners? Well, what are they? The Well, you can put it in yourself. No, listeners. I'm done with the joke. Let's carry on. We can have a moment of silence while they say their rizzle <laughs> yeah. or kizzle. Yeah, why do we have to wear it out until it's completely irrelevant? <laughs> I always toast my toast crispy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That like we like right around the twenty uh, second mark, we were hitting like our our peak. They were loving it, and, and then yeah. they're like, "No, it happens every time." Why do I listen? Into no, we actually show? lost listeners. <laughs> hey, dude, hey, we at least lost one. I can promise you that. I promise Farewell. You. I say. Yeah, get because out. Because this is who we are. <laughs> Oh, listen, I'm actually taking the pods today and I got no meat for you. No meat? I just got some, a great story, a great yarn, a good old tale, a tall tale. Okay. It's all true. And then I'm going to take from that tall tale and I'm going to bring some practical stuff, but it's not meat. So what is it? It's practical. Um, um, Practical application. Yes. No, it's got to be a food, oatmeal, practical. Because meat is when we bring like something uh, deep. deep. Meat is deep to chew on. Yes. Um, I'm going to bring some practical 7-Up. <laughs> 7-Up is not on plan. I thought you were going to go with like carbs or fats or something. Oh, sorry. My daughter's speaking in sign language to me and she doesn't know sign language. She's just trying to tell me she needs something. And I'm like, what? What? That's, that'd be really embarrassing. Last party, do you know when you were really trying to explain something really well, she was touching your hand about, uh, to tell you something about 50 million times. I know. You're she so cute, Havy. Haven, we love you. Shout out to cute Havies. You know, okay, I did so that once to a person co- who couldn't hear, and it was really embarrassing. Oh, that's bad. Aww. I just kind of went for it. Yeah. Continue, you please. dizzle. <laughs> okay, so I just came back. A week before my daughter's wedding from eye surgery with my husband. Mm. Okay, so he has this thing called a tergisium. I don't think I'm saying it right. Tergisium. <laughs> I guarantee you're not. Tr- I, I don't know the word and I've never heard it. But based on what you said, it's I think it's a tergisium. Okay. Okay, it's just another name for a surfer's eye. You know, like people might get it like in dry climates or people who, like my husband, like was in construction. Like you, Dan, maybe got like a million microscopic splinters in his eye. You know, yeah, never yeah. wore the glasses, yeah, never wore yeah. anything, like sanding concrete For down sure. and like it's all going in your eye. So anyway, he had the first surgery just by regular good, sweet, amazing like personality, lovely doctor here in um in the Dixon area. Was it Wang? That, those little bits of little noises. No. Like, sorry, my daughter's making noise. It wasn't Ming Wang? No, Mizzle no. Wizzle? and we won't do names for for this guy. But he's he was a nice, straight up and down, good old boy. My husband liked him, and um, but my my cousin um, Levi, who comes from New Zealand, lots of people in New Zealand have pterygium because of just the wind, the surf, the waves. 
and uh, a lot of outdoor sports. Anyway, he had it and he's like, I have researched, researched, researched and I've got this good guy. You've got to go to him, Sam, because it never will grow back, your tradigium. And it's it's a 25% chance of growing back every time with a normal doctor. My husband's like, no, this doctor's good old boy. I like him. I, I just want this good old boy. It's yeah. good. It's in my backyard. I'll go. Well, it grew back immediately. Oh. And it felt like he just got his eyeball like hacked into pieces. And the after math of the surgery was just like he had to be in a dark room for like three weeks. He was just like you turn the light on and it'd just be like weeping. It's just like it was just it was so agitated. And from the get go, there was just this big red honking like gouged out spot in his eye. Mm-hmm. It was Every time really I looked bad. at Sam over the last year, he just had a red eye. Yeah, it looked like he was a druggo, but he wasn't. It's was good old straight up and down man. But it looked like he'd been like drinking half the night or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um so it, we, it, it grew back immediately. It grew back with vengeance and it was covering, starting to cover his cornea, cover his vision. And he couldn't, he couldn't when he drove, that eye was no help. It was actually a hinder because it would start to blur things and he couldn't read out of it, you know. And we were like, oh my goodness, we got to. And anyway, so we were like, we got to go to this guy that my, my cousin told me about. So we finally went to this guy and I tell you what, Pearl and Dan, other people don't know my sister Vange and my brother Rock Pearl and my siblings, um, but you know them, Dan. And if you could imagine if they were a doctor or a specialist, oh, yeah. that was this guy. I mean, passionate. I remember Rockland painting his new living room with a fine tooth paintbrush. You'd paint eyelashes on a portrait. <laughs> he wanted it to be so perfect. He's just like, no, I'm giving it detail. Remember that? It yeah, took him like I months. Do. He was a psycho, like psycho passionate about anything. And whatever my sister Vange is into, if she's got a new toothpaste, it's like, guess what? <laughs> I've got a new toothpaste. I'm waiting. I've been waiting for hours, all for looking forward to the experience after dinner when I can finally try it out. <laughs> like it was in her frontal lobe. Like she was thinking about it the whole time. So such passionate people. And this guy, I'm like, oh my goodness. As soon as I met him, I'm like, he is, he is like one of our people, passionate people. Um, and, and he explained everything so fully, like he went into the depths of explanation. It's like, you got it? Have you got any questions? Are you sure? Sam, he said, Sam, you got, and he was from India, the country India. So he had a bit of an accent. And um, he's like, you, you, any questions? Any questions? Let me explain more. Let me explain it this way. And he, and he was like, had analogies for everything. So you really got the picture. And he loved to teach. He was so passionate about the subject of eyes. It's like he didn't just want to say, you know, this is what's happening. He wanted to tell you the process of why and what he was doing. And he wanted to teach me. Like he wanted me to know about eyes, like uh-huh. in, 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 the, in an in-depth way. It wasn't okay that we were just going to be treated by him. He just was like wanted to tell us everything about it. And, and um, the suite that, that um, he had there, like it wasn't like an office and a surgery room connected. It was like like an all-inclusive suite in Cancun look. You know, it was like decked out. It was glass countertops with, with um, like Enya music, like a beautiful, yeah. beautiful relaxing music and, um, and, and, and dimmed lighting and just beautiful artwork on the wall. And he's wearing a suit. Like he wears a, a full-on suit that he designs. Like he designs his suits and he, and he wears a different one every day because he's like, I want to bring my best. So I wear the suit, Sam. I wear it because I want you to know I'm bringing my best here. Like I'm, I, I want, I'm going, the level of skill that I'm bringing to you today, the suit is showing to you. I'm not just here in scrubs. And he's like, when you go into surgery, Sam, you know, first of all, we're not just going to go to the surgery. I want to nourish your eyes for three days. I want to nourish them. So guess what he did? 
and he wanted me to see because he wanted he was so passionate about eyes he was wanting to teach me so he it's like I'm going to set up a computer so you can see exactly what I'm doing to his eyes so he set up this little camera and computer so Sally I took my my three-year-old and I we 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 weren't just left out in the car I wanted to sit in the car at first because I thought that's where I belonged he's like no 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 and he's got me like seeing setting up seeing what he's seeing through his special eyeglasses and he's like most people they'll just do the surgery for derision but they won't nourish the eyes first he said um, there are like twenty, I forget exactly, but twenty like three glands in the on the the eyelids on the bottom and the top, or twenty three altogether, that um, are meant to produce oil. And and most people's, he said, most people, even if you don't have pterygium, most people's are clogged up. Really? They're just clogged up. They don't produce anything anymore. And he said, why do people have to take lysine? Is that what it's called? Or artificial tears and yes. eye drops? And they have dry eye problems. Dry eye problems are actually big for women to over a certain yes. like age. Yes. It's a hormonal thing or something. Yes. Um, but why? Why? Because he's like people are just slapping a band aid. Yeah. His doctor, eye doctors, are just slapping a band aid on it, and it makes more money for the you know the artificial tear people or whatever. But he's like, we got to unclog the stuff. So he designed. He's a designer too. He designed these tools, and so he numbed up the eye. And he was kind of natural, half natural, half, you know, you have to get some pain meds in there yeah. too. So he had like Jehova oil mixed with the lidocaine and he numbed up all the eyes. And he had this right up in my face on this on this computer screen. I could see it. He poked and, and a hole and opened up each gland. He took really? the time, 23 glands, and he had to find them. And you could hear him like opening up. You could hear the little pop. And then he had this other little instrument that he um, designed where he just gently – squeeze once he opened them all up squeeze and he said do you see that do you see that and it was like old motor oil coming oh, out of my nice. husband's eyes little glands it's like that's the old oil that's been stuck Leslie's, stuck yeah, there Leslie's gross uh, like and he's like that that that's just and and then he's look and look at this look at this lovely stuff and this beautiful like mct oil beautiful clear lovely oil started flowing out of sam's top lid and bottom lid and he's like now we're going to nourish the eyes and it's going to be his own eye that's going to nourish it and then he put this little gel inside his tear duct that would just temporarily block it so that all the tears wouldn't be draining out that stay in like it would be like he would actually have a very moist atmosphere for the eye so the surgery wasn't till Wednesday we got there on Sunday night so from Monday and Tuesday he's wanting to see us but he's not wanting to see us like five minutes he's giving us time like it's a good two hours visits every time and he's just like so just he cares more than we care right and um, Sam's eyes were flowing for the first time Sam always wakes up with these agitated, chronically, like just gritty eyes. And he's like, oh, this feel, even if I came down for this alone, I'm a new man. This wow. is so exciting and amazing. And, um, and he would check up on us. And, and we hadn't given him um, like maybe like the cell phone we took down there or whatever. So he found, he, he remembered us telling him the hotel. So he found the hotel. Then he had to call up and find the room. And wow. he got to us and he's like, you're taking this, this or that drop or whatever. Yeah. And you're, you're having plenty of rest, blah, blah, blah. He, would just, he just cared. And he cared about where we were going to entertain ourselves until yeah. the surgery. Go to St. Augustine, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. He, was just, the, he just showed up. For the day, he showed up for his job, and it was just it, the, the, the just him was uh, his whole persona was just so inspiring to Sam and I. We just we so enjoyed it, and he'd be like, "I, I love people. I don't want to be just the doctor." And he's like, "I want it to be like so that you'll cry when you leave." And Sam's <laughs> like, "Literally, I'm crying, and I know after surgery I'll be crying when I leave." But he's like, "You know, we're gonna be friends," and he remembers every name of 
he remembered Levi. He remembered that his wife what's was his, into what's exercise. What's his name? He won't mind if you say it, will yes, you? Yes. Um, no, no, he's Dr. Galani. Galani. Yeah, got, and I think it's um, – I knew his first name. I should – but it's Dr. Galani. Yeah, but just the most amazing person. And, um, and I love what he said. He said, Sam, he said, I want you to know I'm not among the best. He said, I am the best. And, you know, that, that you'd be taken back like, uh, is this guy like really full of himself? He's not full of himself. Do you know what he said? He says, and that's not arrogant of me to say. He said, because if I wasn't the best, Sam, I, would, I couldn't perform surgery on your eye. I wouldn't feel right about it. I have to send you to the best. Because when I look at your eyeball, you're not just an eyeball. You're, he said, Sam, you're a husband. You're a father. You're, you're this big, strong guy that has plenty of life left. You need a good eye to see. He said, so I don't think of you as just an eyeball that I'm about to hack into. He said, so if I am not the best... I don't deserve to do your eye and you don't, you don't need to be sitting underneath my knife. And it just, it's so inspired us. And then he's like, uh, it kind of paces back, to forth, back and forth as he talks because he's just so passionate about it. And um, it was so entertaining. We yeah. really enjoyed our time. And um, he said, I want to, to let you know, I don't, because Sam's eye was going to be a difficult surgery. This was a botched job that needed to be fixed and it had grown extensively over. And, um, because it was a big, a good year's gap before mm-hmm. we finally were like, okay, we'll take care of this aside. This aside. But um, it was going to be a difficult surgery, but he wasn't like, oh, I'm not sure if I can pull it off with it. Do you know yeah. what he said? He said, I don't look at the difficulties. I only look at the possibilities. Yeah, I, I don't that. look at the difficulties. And he's like, Serene, you got that? We're not going to look at the difficulties. <laughs> and so he came out of surgery um, the day they went in for surgery. But first of all, let me explain. Um, it's, he says, he's got this little sign that says, I want to raise surgery from, I want to, uh, from surgery to an experience. It was well, more well said than I'm saying now. I can't remember exactly. But you qu- cross the threshold of the door. The door opens up. There's like this awesome lighting, like blue light. I don't know, this incredible lights, like, like you've entered into the zone. There's no chairs. He's like, there's no chairs. Do you notice there's no chairs? Why? Because you're not going to wait. I'm not going to have you wait. He said, you're not going to be herded like cattle. I love it. He said, I wish doctors, I just wish that they would, they would, um, would, just, would just get on, get on this page. It's not like I'm like, wanting to be like, something special. I just want all of us to do this. This is how we're meant to treat people. This is how we're meant to show up wow. to our job. And he got my daughter like chocolate after chocolate after <laughs> chocolate, little Lindor balls. Yeah. And, um, and it was just like the spa-like place, yeah. right? And... and um, he came out of surgery and he's like, his, his little finger was shaking. And he's oh, like, look, doctors. he's like, look, my hand is shaking. Why? Because of the precision. He said, I wasn't going to give up. I wasn't going to give up. Really? And I had to just chip. It was like chipping away at this cancer. It wasn't a cancer, but it was like yeah. a tumor, like yeah. a cancer that had grown over his, over his eye. And he's like, and, I, and I'm just, um, I wanted it to be more beautiful than even before you even had a pterygium. Wow. So he had like, pulled all this junk away and like hit it under the lid. And so everything is so... It, it looks like a baby's eye. It's so wow. beautiful. And the recovery when we got home was just so, so not what we expected. So easy after such an ordeal. And he said that um, he has people that have gone through seven tradigium fail surgeries because wow. they just have a tendency to grow back. And he will fix that eye. And he yeah. said, you know, he'll have um, the op ophthalmologists or whatever, the eye doctors themselves, eye surgeons themselves come and be treated by him. And um, it's just, but the reason why that he is different is because he chose to just have passion about it and he chose to show up. 
yes. show up in a way like, okay, these people deserve me to be the best. And it really inspired me. So I have, I've written down some things of how it parallels Great. to the THM. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Okay, so bring your best to the job every day, mm. to your THM job. What's your job as a THMer? Okay, so you're a motivational speaker. <laughs> well, first of all, before I go, what's your job? Bring your best to the job every day. What best? Your best skill, your best smarts, your best attitude, your best energy, your best outlook, your best prognosis. Yes. Your best approach, best smile, best delivery, your best, your best, your best. And this is what I learned from him. Yes. Okay. Because he really showed up and it, it changed my life because yeah. my husband's going to see. And he has uh-huh. a gorgeous eye. It doesn't look like an alcoholic anymore. Life-changing. I mean, it was life-changing because he said, I couldn't even work on you if I wasn't the best. Yeah. And so anyway, so what's your job as a THM? Are you going to show up with the, all these bestesses? So what is your job? A motivational speaker. A can cheerleader. You, can you explain that motivational speaker? Because, because, you know, you can have other people encourage you. Well, this potty might be encouraging to you. But really in the end, it's really going to all fall on you. Yeah. Because you know, you're really only going to believe something when you decide to believe That's something. So, so you might hear it here, but then you're going to have to take that and say it back to yourself. Yes, you are. Especially in your time of need and your time of temptation and your time yep. of like when you're at the crossroads. So you're your best cheerleader. You're your best motivational speaker. These are your jobs. You're your best servant. And what I got by that is, is we have to serve ourselves. Like I believe in serving others and I hate this whole like modern, like, you know, magazine called self and people are self-obsessed and all that. But to be able to serve others well, we have to serve ourselves. And when I realized that one of our jobs is, um, is really we're, we're our own physical trainer, you know, Mm -hmm. we're our own, really we're, we're our own doctor in a way because yes. it comes down to our choices we're our own health best health advocate right yes, yes our he- health advocate and so I, I just realized that um it really was just going to come back to us and we're going to have to serve ourselves we're going to have to treat our own body like a patient mm-hmm. and are we going to really show up and be the best servant server the yeah. best caregiver mm-hmm. to our body and um another job we've got is is being a researcher Yep. I mean, Pearl and I can research for you, Danny, and we can all research for you, other people. But but really, it's up to you too to, to, to do your tweaks. Only you know what tweaks your body needs. Um, you are going to be your own. Sh- you're going to be a chef. This is another vo- vocation for you. A, a a prep cook at least, and and another job you have is a vacationist. What's that? You got to be your own peace police. You know, you're going to have to learn to be somebody who rests, who isn't just oh, running through yes. life like a stressed out. Like, like <laughs> I've never heard of vacationist. What a vacationist is. I thought you knew. <laughs> no, I didn't know. No, but know. like truthfully, like take a vacation from stress, take a vacation from worry, from bitterness, from the doldrums, from the moods. Like take a vacation yes. and just be a, just have a vacation in your head. And, and, and that's up to you. No one else can do that that's for you. So and true. that's a job. That's yep. a full-time job. It is. I mean, I think that's full time. And imagine if we brought our best to that. That's really rocking my world last night. Yeah. I mean, now, because I'm thinking of last night when I went, I heard this stressful piece of news and I thought to myself, I could really be stressed about this right now. Yeah. Or I could 
absolutely decide not to. And like you said, I didn't have the word vacationist. Now yeah. that will help me. Yeah. I'm going to bring my best vacation from stress ist. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Um, another job that we have um, is, is uh, being a seer or a visionary. I mean, it's a huge job mm. because uh, can you really see it? You've got to be able to see it for it to happen. You've got to see yourself 90 pounds down or if it's just 20 pounds down mm. or even just five. You've got to be able to envision it. You have to envision the healthier you. you. You have to be able to see it so that you can create it. Yep. So you can go for it. Artist. These are all the jobs in THM. Yeah, These are all this list. It should be in 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 yeah. the in in your um, job description. Uh, you're an, you're an artist because you're going to help sculpt the new you. You're going to help redefine this new you. It's 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 art, and it, uh, people have called this doctor Dr. Galani the Da Vinci of eye surgery yes. because he shows up in these suits and he's got all this artwork all over his wall. He's really into kind of the art, and he's like, but I just care. It's to me, it's not just chopping up the eyeball and taking whatever is theirs out, but it's actually making it look more beautiful. Yeah. And so I think I think it's not just the art of of, of re-sculpting ourselves too, but it's also the art of um, making an experience of art, whether it's just your kitchen. Yes. Like making it a thing of beauty, making it a thing of atmosphere, um, or your food, bringing art to your food. And so we're going to bring our best to our jobs. I said all those besties. Now we've found out what our job is. All mm. our jobs are THM. And now as we do our jobs, we do them to the, we be the best. We be the best. Like he said, I'm not among the best. I am the best. <laughs> yes. But guess why? Because our body deserves to have the best. Really does. It does. Not because we're, we're trying to be all proud and like, oh, I just got to serve myself. No, we're, we're about serving others, but we have to be um, healthy and, 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 and thriving to be able to do that. And so if we're going to want health for our body, we are the. It falls ultimately on our salt shoulders, like we said. So we got to bring the best. We got to be the best, not among else. the best. Yes. Be the best. And now, because of that whole situation where we changed surgery into experience, it made me think: let's change our job or our journey. Change it from just a job or a journey, and change it now to an experience. To remember, enjoy this whole process. Yeah. Make an experience. We could have gone down there and felt like we had white boring walls to look at and like hard plastic chairs that we were waiting in. He comes mm. out in the scrubs and it's like yeah. doldrum, doldrums and pull up your mask, wash your hands for 25 minutes and then goodbye and never got a phone call. So true, I Serene. felt like I was the queen. I felt like he wore masks. He was very professional and all that stuff. But I was yeah. treated like royalty. I wasn't treated like you dirty thing, you know, yeah. like you're only going to be in my office for 15 minutes and then and then get off, you little this scoundrel. This is so huge, Serene, because he could have been that good a surgeon and still made it a job, not an experience. Yes. But he was that good a surgeon and decided to make an experience. Yes. So I'm totally getting what you're saying here. I'm eating it up. And he cared. He's like, I care. He's like, I, see, I care, Sam. He said, I can't, he calls him big guy. He still calls, how's the big guy? He calls us. Like it's been, you're his cousin. It's been three weeks now. He's called us about Mm -hmm. 10 times already checking in. How's the big guy? Tell him to rest. Tell him to rest. Um, So care the most about your health journey. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, um, I'm worried about mom. You know, she's blah, 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 blah. No, if you're the mom of that family, you care the most. Yeah. Care the most. You got to be around for them. Um, don't let other people to do all that worry for you. And we don't want to worry, but <laughs> no, but, but we want to care. Care so they don't have to worry. 
So good. And don't quit until you're successful. Okay, so he did Sam's big surgery, which was huge. And he's like, I'm not looking at the difficulties. I'm only going to look at the possibilities. But he had some, you know, he does all the surgeries on the one day. Yes. And so um, he had this guy that was meant to be just a couple of hours. He was still in the surgery room at 9.30 and he refused to leave. He was telling us about this because he just, he just, he's just a talker. He's a friend. So he's just talking. He refused to leave until he was totally happy that it was a fully successful surgery. It wasn't just like, oh, I tried. Sorry, this is too much, too difficult. Like, you know, a lot lot of doctors would be like, okay, what's the prognosis? Well, we're not sure. Yeah. You know, we'll just see. Well, he so like knows that there is no way. He's like, I, there, I can't afford for it to not be a perfect surgery because it's for you. Mm. I can't afford for your, yours to be the botch. Mm. Who am I going to choose to be the botch? No, so I'm not going to give up. So he was at 9.30. I mean, he worked from 5 o'clock that morning. He was still there at 9.30 because he – so this is what I learned from that. Don't quit until you're successful. Yeah. Just don't quit. Like you asked the question on the last party. So when do you – when do you know to keep going when it's just a whole lot of work and you don't see any results yet? And Pearl's like, just tweak it and keep going. Yeah. So don't quit until you're successful. Just tweak it and keep going and don't quit. And don't quit and don't quit because there is going to be a moment where the success comes. Um, another thing is put in the time. Put in the time into your journey. I was so impressed with the time he put um, into us as his patients, but into the surgery to make sure that it was amazing. But just time and and be somebody who attracts friends. Like, like I feel like I'm his friend for life, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like in the journey, be somebody who attracts people so that you can encourage them, but also be somebody who you want to be around too. Like, meaning some people don't even like being around themselves. <laughs> You know, so be somebody who's fun internally to be on this journey with, yeah. THM journey, because you might make a really good friend from yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You might actually enjoy like, um, you know. Anyway, and remember the mantra. This is my last thing. Um, or first of all, before the last thing, never slap a Band-Aid on the problem, attack the root. And when he did that prep work for my husband and he, and he like, like a design this way of like oh, opening so up the good, glands. Yeah. No other doct eye surgeon does that. No. They just make you take Visine vi- or whatever it's called for the rest of your of your life. But he's like, why do that? I see the root of the problem. Let's design a way to open up those glands. So what is it in your trim healthy journey? Is there something that's bothering you just been slapping a Band-Aid on it? Band-Aid. Find out the root, attack the root. And the last thing I want to bring is don't look at the difficulties. Yeah. Only look at the possibilities because – you're never going to see the possibilities if you look at the difficulties. And possibilities are endless when your eyes are in the right Serena's place. so cool. Isn't that amazing how you can come across someone in your life and be totally inspired? Mm. Like, you know, I want to be that person. You know, that person, he's literally made a huge impact in your life. A, 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 you can't – there aren't words for what he gave to Sam, right? <sighs> No, I mean, he gave absolutely. him sight for the yeah, rest he gave of his him life. Sight. It's amazing, and but but not just sight as a doctor. Yeah, like you said, white walls and come in here. I'm going to do this and then get rid of you. But it's sight with friendship. Sight with friendship, and um, I was just. You keep going. I forgot what I was. No, say. I was just going to say. Oh, uh, that's what I was going to say. He was happy, a happy person. So it didn't just make my enjoyment and Sam's enjoyment better, but his life was better because he showed up. 
Yeah. Like he actually chose to have a positive outlook on everything at, at his um, uh, eye centre but and everything in life. There was no problems. Serene you came, look at them. Serene came over and she was like telling me all this on the phone and stuff and I kept thinking, I wonder if I, what I've got wrong with my eye so I can go see him. I was like, oh, I have this floater. Do you think you can get rid of floaters? I want to go this guy. I asked him and he's <laughs> yeah. like, sure, I can get rid of floaters. <laughs> I wanted these baby eyes you were talking about. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that could Maybe be we good. we just go get like our eyes, all the, all the glands hey, open Hey, if you're up. listening and, you're, and you've got eye issues, I'm telling you, Dr. Where Galani, is he? Galani Vision, Jacksonville. Oh, and then you can go down to St. Augustine and have a oh, nice yeah. day. The first coast in yeah. America, right, where the Spaniards yes. came from? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first set. I looked him up while you were talking. He's got Did some you? sharp suits. Yeah. He has his uh, his own uh, suit design company. Oh, yeah. does he yeah, really? Yeah, he designs these suits. So oh, my probably goodness. A, it's probably a side That's grind. That's so good, man. I love that. I'm inspired. Well, that's how you change the world. I mean, he did something that blew you away. He showed up and was so present and so um, intentional about the process. And it made you want to like show up in your life the same way. Your kids yeah. are going to want to be like mom. I mean, that's properly changing the world, you know, and just a little tiny, just doing awesome in your everyday. Yeah. Love it. That's it, guys. See ya. And we hope you all have a great dizzle. Trim up in mama my way And then I'll be trim up in mama